Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home home repair. repair. Today we have lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about workforce development, specifically how Amy works and other companies are looking for their workers and where are their workers getting trained, all that kind of good stuff. We're going to do a quick bathroom update on the Bertram Healy bathroom. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to have a little talk about tools. Specifically, we're going to go down the rabbit hole of (laughs) screwdrivers and other kind of drivers. I imagine we're going to get into interesting conversations. Oh, I'm sure we are. So, But let's start with, uh, so workforce development. What did you want to tell us about that? Well, I, I don't know if you know, I've probably mentioned it before, but I am working in a couple of different arenas, one with the Master Builders Association and their Workforce Development Committee, also the Wood Tech Center associated with Seattle Colleges, and I'm on their Technical Advisory Committee for their uh, carpentry program, boat building program, all of those kind of things. And the goal being, I mean, all these organizations are working in consort and in independently trying to do what? Get workers. Get skilled labor because we have such a shortage of skilled labor. We've got lots of people retiring, not lots of people coming in. Mm-hmm. And the the biggest hurdle that we have is actually a training program. If you wanted to go be a plumber or you wanted to be an electrician, you sign up for an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. You can go to a pre-apprenticeship program, learn how, you know, learn what a screwdriver is, learn how to read a tape measure, learn OSHA safety, job site safety, those kind of things. And those are community colleges or even yes. trade colleges? Yes, yes. And and then from there, you get signed on with um, a union, mm-hmm. you know, plumbers union, electrical union, whatever. And then you go through an apprenticeship mm-hmm. where um, they provide the training. You, you work part-time, not part-time, but you work some of the time. You go to school some of the time, and it's typically a four- to five-year program Mm -hmm. until you make your your journey level. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, with residential carpentry, those people that build the houses, you know, single-family residents, sometimes Mm multifamily, there's not an apprenticeship for for for, for carpenters, right? If you go go to the carpenters' union, typically what you're doing um, a lot of the times is you're building forms for concrete. Oh, interesting. It's not, it's not that you're going in and you're framing a house. Uh, those, those things are not typically union jobs. So us as, you know, me, residential remodeler, I'm looking for carpenters. I'm looking for people that know how to do this work. And is that called finished carpentry? What's the difference no, between what we're No, not necessarily. There's, there's rough carpentry, which is typically framing. Mm-hmm. And then there is the finished carpentry where you're putting in base and crown molding. Um, cabinets, cabinets, things like that, doors. right? The font, right? The real detailed stuff, mm-hmm. and and I look for people that that can do both. Mm-hmm. And so the Wood Technology Center here in Seattle has a program, residential carpentry program, and it's a it's a five quarter program. They get done with it. They have an associate's degree, which mm. is great. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't care if anybody has an associate's degree, but but I but I know that they've gone through. Those five quarters, and it's they nice go from to go to somebody though and say, "Hey, right, I hey, do have basics." I went, yes, the exactly, basics. and and I know the program 
and I know that it's a really high quality program. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, right now for the Wood Tech Center, it's it's kind of on the chopping block. Uh, the Seattle colleges they are in financial dire straits, mm-hmm. and so because these programs, there's there's the Wood Tech Center. There's also uh, apparel and design. That's another program. Apparel, like apparel and design, like you're do, right, doing fashion, you know, fashion, right, things like that. Culinary, mm-hmm. which you know we need those restaurant workers as well. Yeah, and and then the the maritime. So there's the Seattle Maritime Academy also. Mm. Those are all high cost programs, right? It takes more to teach a framing class because the materials and the tools and everything that's involved in it. Sure. Then it takes to teach a history class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at that. What you know? What what costs us most to deliver these classes? Mm-hmm. And so they have. I think it was a little prematurely. They decided they were going to cut these four programs. And that. So then there'd just, be nothing in the area. Right now, there's construction management that's up in in um, Edmonds. Um, but construction management is is not the field people, right? right? They they're learning how to be project managers. They're learning how to you know deal with subcontractors and and permitting and and plans and all that kind of stuff. So which is a, a good skill to have, absolutely. But also that's kind of am I wrong? Kind of where people when the physical work gets a little too hard right. on older bodies, right? That's you what now they have aspire this, to. Yeah, then you can kind of move into management if you have any of those. Presumably, you will have kind of gained those skills because you've been on so many jobs, and, right? And, and if you it. have that field experience, you, you kind of know what you're looking for too. You can right. go into a job site and you can see. Well, this is this framing job is great. They've they've done the blocking right. They've yeah, I mean they've done everything right. Whereas if if you're going into, and I don't want to disparage right, it at right, all. No, right. no, construction management is 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 great, and it's it's also you know just having that job experience where you you hire somebody that's just fresh out of college, or you hire somebody that's had you know five years of work experience. There's a difference. There's right. you know they're bringing different things with you mm-hmm. or with them. So I was asked to be on a a task force, a workforce development task force that is um, being chaired by Frank Chop, who is a state representative, mm-hmm. 43rd District here in Washington State, and then Louise uh, Chernin, who is the um, chair for the board of trustees for Seattle Colleges, and she's the former president of GSBA. Mm-hmm. And so they've, they've put together this task force to try and figure out how we can keep these programs open and running. Mm-hmm. And the college has stated that in, enrolling more students is not going to do it. It just doesn't pencil out. Um, so there's got to be more funding that happens. And just trying to figure out how to do that. Do we, do we just go to the state and we ask for more money? Well, I mean, the state does not have a limitless you know, amount right, of money. Right. And, and so just trying to be creative on, on what we can do um, on my side with the industries. Like, what can I do as an industry person to support this this um, program, and you know, there's can we can we do sponsorship? Can we do um, or you know massive a, fundraising or a fee on buildings? You know, because that's then feeding the you know. Oh, like, now that's a good idea. Like if you have an extra permit fee wherever you interface with the city or the state, that there is an extra fee to say, okay, you built this building because you had workers to do it. 
And we need to make sure that we have workers to do it. And and I think there would be a huge uproar if that were proposed with um, the National Association of Home Building because of the because they're they're talking about the amount of money that is required for permitting, just permitting itself to get it through the city so that you can actually build it. And now you're now you're wanting to add more money to it. Or do we just allocate a little bit of that permitting money? Don't raise it, but instead of the city taking it all, we allocate some of that back to. We these already programs. don't have enough people permitting. This, my understanding nationwide, is that we need inventory. We need building homes to be as affordable as possible. Right. And so I, I hear your point there, but I'm just saying if it's if every little project gives a little bit. So I'm not asking. It'd be using maybe the same math as property tax, or You're maybe seventy five cents on on the thousand dollars or something, or the like value, that. whatever it is. Right, right. Or you know, I think probably what makes most sense is to do a property tax, because again, that's going directly to who needs these workers, and it's homeowners mm-hmm. and home builders. Right. So that could be one arm. Is the existing home? So you're owners. saying that I'm going to get taxed because I need these people? No, 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 no. The end user, oh, okay. The homeowners, okay, okay. Building owners, homeowners, developers, mm-hmm. developers. I do consider an end user because they're going to have a thing to sell. But wouldn't that be a pass through, similar to sales tax? Right. I don't have to pay sales tax on job materials that that I'm using for a project. Right. So why would a developer, if a developer is going to turn around and sell it, that would be then it would be taxed twice because the developer got taxed and then the homeowner gets. But taxed. But it's not a sales tax. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Right. And the homeowner is going to get taxed the next year or whatever's in the property mm-hmm. tax come. And I don't mind double taxing that particular scenario. Oh, but that's not what the that's not the American way. That's completely the American way. I don't know what where the hell you caught that. I'm just saying that there's a deep need, a deep financial need. I, I think there's a significant amount of n- money needed, and it's a direct correlation that it would make more sense to find that direct correlation rather than steal from Peter to to pay Paul. Right. You know, rather than reshift it. You could maybe get some of that climate money. There could be federal grants. Right. And, and I mean, it's going so to be years right. before we actually see, if we really have a huge push, it's going to be years before we actually realize these workers. About four or five years. Right. I mean, we're not talking right. decades. No, I mean, no. We could, if you put a lot of money into it, if you had a lot of incentive, if those apprenticeships were even better paid, you know, if people could be— Oh, apprenticeships are really well-paid. Starting I mean, to uh, raise their— uh, For, for yeah. somebody that comes in and, and, and is working for me and doesn't know anything, I'm pay, I'm starting at $25 an hour. That's pretty decent, with benefits. With benefits, yeah. Right? Uh, not knowing anything? Well, they went through school. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying somebody just wants to come in and they want to learn how to do this. And if, I, if they show the initiative, right, they know the difference between a tape measure and a screwdriver. But that's your choice. That's that not is my the, choice. That's not the system. I mean, there is no. a system. The no, but because there's, plumbing, such a, because there's such a demand, right? right. It, it's you it's have the to take going rate, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a, and then you've got money that you're pouring into this individual to train them because they're not going to be 100% productive. productive. Right. So, so that, you know, I am willing to make that to spend to, to get those workers. So are other firms? Yes, they are. They are. When there was talk of about closing down the Seattle 
Maritime Academy, which is one of the four programs. Mm-hmm. The and then city, we had the ferries. The city, yeah, the, the ferry system's like, wait a minute. Try again. No, 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 you can't do that. Yeah. Um, the city came up with a million dollars right away. Just like, oh, here, have this, mm-hmm. um, which was great. And 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 I'm not I'm not saying that we need that we need these handouts. There's 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 got to be ways. It's yes, an there's investment. grants. It's an investment, right? Though. Right. And we're looking at repercussions of not something's got to give. And and that's besides the policy piece of it, because I think the policy piece, you know, those barriers are one thing, but the workers are a big barrier as well of turning around and and I think it's more than just people in the field, but expertise and permitting. And making sure that those right. city systems and you know are turning stuff around so that stuff can be built you right. know, safely. Yes, and and some of those systems, the, the the permitting system seems to be so archaic sometimes. Just just well, it's just junk on top through. of junk on top of junk, and so they're reinterpreting you know seventeen layers of policy. Right. You know because they just they don't look at a policy and say, okay, that's wrong. Let's change it to this. They just build something on top of it. Right. Let's have another another checks and balance or something like that. Right. Right. And, and, you know, some of it I understand. If you're you're going to build on, you know, an environmentally critical area, Mm -hmm. right, I understand that you need to have your your reports and things like that. It's like, is there a frog there that's rare? No, no, no. I totally agree with that. But, but it has to be the, well funded and efficient, like you say. Right, and that's the thing is 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 getting that, and, and and we know the government is not efficient. The permitting office doesn't have to move any faster because I get my permit and I'm still on an eight to nine months wait for the work to actually start. Right. So, I guess I'm coming back on. I think workers are the more important piece. I agree. I agree. We do. We definitely need because we could we could up production if we had the workers. Right. And still and wait, limp along with the permitting process, knowing that that's that we have that timeline, we have that nine month timeline or whatever. How about your deck? I just got the permit. What? Right on. Yay! But now I heard from the contractor. Well, you know, I told you we had a long wait period, and we don't schedule till we have permit in hand. And that's not what he told me in January. Oh no! He said we usually don't schedule till we have permit in hand. But in this particular case, I'm going to try to hold a hole for you. And he didn't. And he also didn't tell me when the permit came in. I went and checked and oh, found wow. the permit in. And the permit had been there for 10 days. Wow. Wow. So I'm a little hot. I I'm, bet. I'm cooling okay. down before I oh. <laughs> answer the email. But anyway. <laughs> but yes, we have a permit now. Okay. Great. Great. So... Uh, back to this. It's, yeah. So back to this because I know that's a whole so other back conversation. To the, back to the, so the the advisory council that you're working on or group. Right. We are. We are. There's a task force together. We are actually having a site visit at Wood Tech Center coming up here in the next several days, where we are going to sit down and we're going to brainstorm about how we, as industry, how faculty, how the school. What what we think are good ideas to to get the funding that we need to keep this program going. One of the things that that I find is going to be difficult is there's two separate things going on. Mm-hmm. One, we need the workers, but the college is so poorly run. 
They've had a deficit for 10 years, and now then they've run through all of their reserves, which was a phenomenal amount of money, $10 million of reserves, and now well, and it's I, doing something about it. That's like, me. Mm. If I were CHOP or if I were a policymaker and I heard that, then I'm not too interested to turn around and find $5 million for this program if they're going to piss it away. Right. And I think that's and what's so really maybe- great about Louise being on the the task force as well being mm-hmm. being the chair of the you know board of trustees hopefully she's going to hear this and take it back and say okay we need some repairs here but i think from what we heard from we've had guests as part of these systems mm-hmm. and they seem just kind of dysfunctional and that there's turnover and oh, huge turnover that it's going to be a huge problem to fix that so I'm wondering if it doesn't just make more sense to start from scratch and say, we're not going to use you. You have not been able to do this. And what do we do? How do we do that? Because I've thought about that. It's like, I have, I have We've said talked my, about it all the time. Right? It's like, how do, we, how do I develop a trade school? How do, right. I, how do I open a private trade school? And, and as far as I can tell, it pencils out. That's why it doesn't make sense to me that it doesn't pencil out for them. And I hope you mention that as part of your conversation to say private private trade schools. That money comes in, comes out. Right. You can't pad it with a bunch of operational problems and admin, you know, costs oh, crazy. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And to say, okay, Washington State, the big thing that I want you guys to do to cover is our insurance. Um, I want it, you know, that's the big thing I want to not have to worry about. Now that would be that would be an interesting, yeah. But I mean, I think those are easier things to talk about. Do you think they're kind of bluffing in order to get more funding? Or Who, do they Who's bluffing? The college? Yeah, to to kill these programs. Oh no, they're ready to axe them right now. Well, I know, but why are they ready to axe them? Like, are they going to be scared if somebody else says, fine, thank you, I'll, ru- I'll rent your facilities. Here's a flat rate. I'll get my own students. I'll administer them. I'll teach them. You know, you're already with the building association, so you mm-hmm. can talk about whatever certification seems appropriate for this level of training that you'll mm-hmm. be doing. Because even if it's not A to Z, if you got people from A to F or to J, and then the next piece of outreach is Every person who has a shingle up that's doing remodeling or building or those developers Mm -hmm. to say, here's somebody who you're not pulling off the street. We've gotten them to J Mm -hmm. to say they have some background. So you're not hitting them at, you know, they're not just labor. You'll get more productivity than that out of it. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we're having this whole conversation. Oh, no, no, I, I'll no, be very fine. excited to see what you, right. you guys come up with. Well, I know that the—and um, I haven't I haven't dug into it very far just because the number was a little bit intimidating. But I know the, the National Association of Home Building, NAHB, they have a program that they will put together a training school. And we've That's talked like, about that. Right, yeah. A million dollars, and you can do it. At one point, a million dollars was very, very intimidating. But now it's like, I, I think that that could be done. If the state I, wants to certainly buy that piece of it, like you'll run the business, have the state buy the million dollar program. Yeah, is that a million dollars a year you got to pay them? Or no, you just I don't pay think once so. The curriculum I think it's can... one million dollars for for for. I think now I'm I haven't you know researched it. And maybe a whole there could be something creative on that way to say, okay, we're not going to pay you a million dollars association, mm-hmm. but we will pay you fifty thousand dollars a year, and we'll also oh, give yeah. you a a bump on every head that we have in the room. 
So everybody, they're they're, they're membership. They could do a membership of uh, oh something like that. But right. just saying, okay, we're gonna uh, we're so we're gonna have some subscription base. So we get to use this curriculum for fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and every student we have enrolled will give you another five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, yeah. or whatever. Because yeah. those numbers start meaning that now everybody has to participate to make mm-hmm. this work, right. and everybody's kind of putting their investment in. Right, right. Well, we then, need to sit down and uh, put together a business plan. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, and, and maybe the schools just really aren't interested at all. Like, they're not bluffing. They're not looking for more funding. It's just a pain in their neck, which I can't believe because it's such a hot commodity right now. They don't see that. They don't see that. And I don't understand why they don't see that. And that, to me, would be the number one reason why I wouldn't give them a penny. That they are so not entrepreneurial. To oh, see what not. this situation is. I mean, I mean, even in education, even in creativity, you have to be entrepreneurial in your head. Right. You have to be creative. Let's mm-hmm. take the word entrepreneurial out of it. You have to be creative and say, huh, that looks like an opportunity. Right. Huh, that looks like a partnership. Huh, that looks like, a, you know, all these things that mm-hmm. I think the task force is trying to do. But I would not waste much more of your time. With the schools, unless they're going to stand up and saying, this is what we can do. This is what we need in order to, you know. Right. It'll be interesting what they come to the table with. Anyway, and nobody's a bad guy here, but that's suddenly dysfunctional over there, so we can't make that work. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there are two issues. And rent the facilities. Like, don't reinvent the wheel. Right. To say, okay, well, you guys come to us and tell us, you know, because what else are you going to do in that building that does pencil out? Bet you they don't have any ideas for it. They're just going to close that building down and have those expenses gone. Right. Like yeah, heating probably. and insurance. Right, right. They're just going to shut it down. I right. mean, that's what schools tend to do. Right. They're not going to, especially. But it's owned by the state. Now, and the land is owned by the state. I don't know about the building. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like so. that, that relationship already kind of exists. Right. In some situations, not mm-hmm. in all. But that might be an interesting thing to say, hey, as you guys are sifting through some numbers, what would you rent that out to a private school? Right. Yeah. And start finding out what those numbers would really be. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. taking that and saying, okay, you're, you know, padding that so heavily. Check I back in six it. months when Alicia and I, <laughs> we open up this school. I got a basement here. I could get dirty. Well, yeah, <laughs> right? And I've got that big lot in the back of my office that, you know, we could we could put up a steel building seem- and yeah. get something cranking people out. Because we're not trying to crank out 1,500 people a month. No, you know we're not covering all those costs. Yeah. yeah, so or I mean, just even the numbers of like people. Like, do you have the information? And I'm sorry, we've gone on too long. But do you have the information of how many workers need to be trained? I know, don't. In order to no, no. And I think that'd be a, a really important for this task force to know. It's like, what problem are we really trying to solve? What are the numbers? We know what the problem is. Well, I know it's tens of thousands of people that we are needing in the Seattle area. I don't think it's. Just it could be in the state, but I know. Shoot, I'm, I'm sure if we had a thousand people, they'd be snagged up instantly. Oh, exactly. Right. No problem. Right. No problem. So I mean, at all. even in that private school, you can say, "Okay, do you know what a screwdriver is? All right, you're over in this team. <laughs> you know, like, are you kind of interested? You're over in this team. Right, right. You know, so that you could, like, you could have an accelerated program mm-hmm. because there might be, and I think we've talked about this when we were talking about the schools in another episode. Is how do we get people's feet wet? who actually might have a talent for this, but they've never had any exposure to it. They right. didn't get to build anything when they're, especially I'm, I'm thinking about women in underserved communities 
They didn't have the opportunity to play around with it. They may be incredibly skilled Absolutely. and interested, right? You know, but it just is right. not on the radar. And they're not going to turn around and dedicate this much time to something that they don't know right. if they're good at. Right, so. right. And that is one of the points that we need to address when we're talking um, to to Frank Chop and, and right. Louise is how are we going to address diversity, equity, and inclusion in this problem? Right. How are we going to bring those people in? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'll, I'll keep you posted on on how that goes. It's um, right. Yeah, it's 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 exciting and it's and it's kind of discouraging because the being able to develop the workforce and 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 doing that is is kind of fun and yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so much potential there, but dealing with the broken system that we're dealing with and how. How do we fix that? It's 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 two different, very different things. Completely understand, and, and that's like, why my uh, opinion is cut one half of it out. Right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna dig into that million dollar NAHB training program, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk and to even you talk about to that. somebody and saying, okay, if you we now have the state involved, you got some more interesting ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes, cool. let's keep uh, keep us up to date on that. I will that. do that. Um, is there anything anybody can do? I would say if if you're listening and you are kind of in that first group of this sounds like an intriguing idea, but you certainly don't have that full experience, I would say drop us a note at AskAmy at AmyWorks.com because we might start up a little list of that even with your workshops. Right. You know, just right. to yeah, get I'm your feet start, wet. I'm going to gear those up again. Yeah. Um, and they could be more specific right. and really trying to suss out if, uh, you know, obviously the hobby and it's real fun to do right. with DIYers, but... Here, you know, try this out. Is this something that, you know, could be a career change? Right. We've talked about several times. Absolutely. Cool. Ask Amy at amyworks.com. Yes, please. All right. Bathroom update. Bertram Healy bathroom update. This will be pretty quick. So. Uh, contracts are signed. Woo-hoo. Down payment is paid. Right on. Schedule is done. Contractors yeah. are contracted. Um, and so we're. You've got a start date, don't you? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Demo starts the 26th or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw you already moved our walkthrough, final walkthrough, because you're not going to be around. I'm out See, of town. You're pushing the button. You're exactly. pushing the timeline already. We're using buildertrend.com, <laughs> and that's been that's a real nice conversational piece. You like that? Piece. You yeah. like that? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, and I'm, tr- I'm messing around with it just to having fun. I was going to say where I'm at right now is what they call selections. Right. And so that's really committing to accessories, the hardware, your vanity, Tile, you know, really making mm-hmm. those choices, and Builder Trend has that nice uh, function where, you know, if I am surfing for a while and I find something, you know, I can just cut and paste it, and I can keep it in my selections. My contractor knows that I'm looking at these types of things. Mm-hmm. They might take a peek and say, "Oh, no, 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 that's not going to work there." Really, you know, just you some want logistic that? things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly just if, would if you saw it be problematic mm-hmm. and something to say, you know, the door hinge is this way. You know, there's going to be a vanity mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at things like that, and uh, had a great. I guess it was a production meeting. Yeah, Kayla dubbed the production meeting where you actually sit down and go through the work scope and and everything that you need and who's right. doing what and yep and helpful and and hearing more of what the order is going to be because you know of course there's the concern of okay if you're looking at something is that seven months out that you can get that mm-hmm. thing you now have a schedule so you have to start making choices mm-hmm. um, but then also saying you know this is going to be the very last thing we do. So if you don't know this second, you're kind of okay. 
We don't but, give that much leeway, though. No, 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 no. Right. But just saying, if um, if you're, I think, I think what the way it was kind of explained was, okay, find out if are they seven months away mm-hmm. or are we three weeks away? Right. And then if okay, yes, they're in stock. Yes, they're maybe even it's maybe even local. Or what's the shipping gonna gonna take? And then at that point, you don't have to press any button if all those things are true. Right. So, anyways, very uh, interesting. And so I spent a lot of the morning looking again and rethinking my tiles. And oh, did you? And thinking about okay, what's the pattern that I want? Mm-hmm. You know, do I want it stacked? Do I want it subway or brick? You know, layout mm-hmm. and um, taking measurements and looking at more vanities and seeing, oh, there's a vanity that the the back legs are just a little bit in oh. from the edge of the thing, which is what I'm going to need because I'm looking at creative solutions for the hydro, you know, the baseboard oh, right. heat. How that's far, be how far out does that, does that come from the wall? Uh, the which? The heat. Well, you know, I'm going to talk to the plumber about that. Okay. And, I mean, worst case scenario, I got to cut off those back legs, and it's a semi-hanging. We just install it onto the wall. Yeah. Well, or partially. Just mm. something to take care of those back legs. I mean, mm. I'd keep the front legs on, mm. so it still looked like it was a, a freestanding. Right. But Right. We may be able to actually move them. Yes, exactly. Who knows? That's what I've been looking at. It's like, I got clever carpenters. If they're just screwed in there, like some of the the feet that I'm looking at are kind of a sophisticated crisscross thing, but if they're just screwed up in there... Yeah, yeah. Just, just put a little block in there yeah. and, and screw it. So, up what kind of what kind of fun thing are you doing? Is there is there anything like like the Are you having a shower niche? Oh yeah. So, are you doing any kind of fun like tile in the back of that that's going to pop? Or? This is what this is what I thought a lot about. Have been thinking a lot about and thought a lot about today. My flashiness is going to be the quality of the tile. Okay. So I don't want it to start getting like a cartoon book. Oh, okay. Because I'm doing kind of bold tile on the floor. Oh, really? What are you doing? Uh, pretty dark blue. Oh, nice. But it's it's like a, it's a Italian. Um, Ooh. And so it'll be it's kind of rustic. It's got a lot of texture to it. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, you know, in my first iteration, that blue was going to flow up to the long wall of the surround. Oh, okay. And so and then the white or gray tile, which is on the backsplash behind the vanity, mm-hmm. that would continue on to the ends of the surround. And I think that may be just a little too colory. And so um, so now I'm revisiting what was supposed to be a rather insignificant color, my light tile, mm-hmm. is now becoming quite significant because oh, okay. it's going to be covering a lot. You know, I'm going high on the wall. And it, it's I'm thinking of going for a solid surround of that light color okay. because it's a it's a room that doesn't have natural light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can don't we put a solar tube in there? Maybe or, not a terrible idea. Maybe not a terrible has idea. Has that not been brought up yet? I think that would be a great idea for that. Room. Well, and it's so close. I mean, the roof is like two inches away. Right. Especially once we get all those soffits out. Right. Yeah. So, oh, that would be great because we can do it with we can do the solar tube, which is going to give you the natural light. But then we also they they come with a light, right? And they wanna, come with a fan. Yeah. So you know all three. So we could put it right over the stool because that's where you need light during the day, right? You know, so you wouldn't have to flip a light switch, right? But it wouldn't be. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, we'll have to bring that up with Kayla when she comes yeah. back from Alaska. You know what? What one of my 
issues with the bathroom on that side is I also have a sneaking suspicion. I was looking at the roof today, uh-huh. and I was talking to Kayla about this and, and saying, you know, hey, we're going to put a fan in the tub, which there is not now, but there is a fan someplace else in the bathroom. And I said, can we just tee over and use that wherever it's coming up? Because I don't want yet another hole in my roof that's outfit, you know, faces the front. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, I'm not too particular, but it's it's not steep. And so it really is kind of the look of the house. Mm-hmm. And to have yet more vents coming out there is just not what I'm excited about doing. Mm-hmm. So she said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll tee over to that. And I kind of looked up there and I'm like, I have a sneaking suspicion that fan probably just goes into the Goes right attic. Straight, straight up. Oh, no. doesn't even come out? Oh, because you didn't see a vent? I didn't see a vent coming out there. Oh. I saw the vent for the plumbing, but I didn't see necessarily, oh. certainly not a traditional one. So I, I really have to get up to the attic pretty soon oh, okay. before this project okay. and see what Yeah, let's, let's think about that, that solar tube with the vent. That yeah, because the other thing is you can get some solar tubes that you can block the light, so it doesn't have to be lit all the time. I right? think so. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of got like, like baffles or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So, Do you think that you would not want to have daylight I do. in there? Really? I do sometimes. Hmm. Just want to go in a dark room and hang out? Sometimes it just needs to be. Also, sometimes I don't like the color of the light once it gets through a tube. I'm not an easy person I to know work that. with. I know <laughs> yes. that. I love you, Alicia, and I know that. <laughs> but anyway, as part of selections, looking at, you know, am I doing stacked or brick? Am I doing it vertical or horizontal? What direction does it have mm-hmm. to go into? It's like it's back to that. You have 135 things you have right. to decide, and this is in a plug and play. Yeah. So if you're doing if you you're doing the light all the way around on the walls, what if you take that blue tile that uses it on the floor and put it in the back of your niche. So then you've got... I was thinking about that, and it was I'm doing a, t- a 12 by 24 mm-hmm. tile, so it could be kind of nice. And I'm, So I'm debating that, but there's also just an elegance of one color. Mm, I, love the, I love the color back there. But the Every time we've done it, it's just amazing. Well, the other thing is the niche that I'm looking to do mm-hmm. is in the corner. Oh, interesting. So this is not a plug and play because we're seriously changing the framing then. If it's in we're the corner. We're not serious. Well, we way. are changing the framing. It's just kind of a little bit of blocking. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And it should just take us three days to do the entire project. You know what? <laughs> I haven't bucked one time about the. I just looked at the schedule. I think the schedule looks very ambitious. So I'm very excited about it. Good. All right. Okay. We will keep you posted. I think it's reasonable. Yes. Start All dates right. when? Uh, I think the 26th. Okay. I think right. the 26th. So we were going to talk about tools, but I think we're going to keep that for next week. So I know we talked a lot about workforce development, but I think this is a really important topic. And as citizens in your city and your states, this is a significant thing when we talk about um, house pri- prices and building prices, and low income, and below market housing. These are important things, and the workforce is a huge piece of it. And we have to remember also that it is a great career path. Fantastic. It's like not all kids are are, are meant to go to a four-year college. They just, those kids that can't sit in their seat, those are the ones that we like because they want to be moving. They want to be doing something. They want to be working with their hands. Smart 
bright, you know, ambitious, but they just can't sit still. They're not going to be able to sit in that history class, but man, they're going to be able to sit in that framing. And I wouldn't and, limit it to that. Even after you've gotten oh, no, a four-year no, no. four degree, right. and you studied something and it just ain't happening, this is a pretty well-paying job. You exactly. can do a lot of different things, on, especially in carpentry. Yeah. You can, it's kind of like being a doctor. You can pick com- some specialties and a pretty good paycheck. Yes. You know, yes. based yes. on the trucks I've seen Amy Works people drive. So, <laughs> anyway, if you have any questions or ideas for our podcast, please drop us a note at askamy at amyworks.com. Leave us, leave us a review, too, on uh, iTunes, Spotify. Smash that subscribe That's button. That's right. Actually, Do it. Happens. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by AmyWorks, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.